Everybody to the Tags Your In podcast. I'm Ray Ray. And I am Dave. And today we've got Josh Deacons with us. So it's going to be a good time anyway. So Great this is a little, time. little short, uh, awesome thing um, that I'm glad happened. So we're glad to have you. Um, you're in the studio, so you're not just on the phone, but it's awesome um, to have Josh. So if you guys, uh, if you don't remember, uh, Josh was on the podcast. I had him on to talk about uh, HB 2285. Um, on the abolition and abortion thing uh, here in Missouri that we, we had going on at the time. I don't think much come from that, but yeah. there's we got time, right? We got time to continue continue on with got the people. Got to get so. the people's minds aware of that, of the abolition movement. Yeah. That's right. And that's what it helped do, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's not... Bit. Yeah, and there's 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 more to it. There's more than just an abolition movement. There is a, uh, a movement of people that recognizes uh, Christ's authority, um, that's right. All things, every area of life is where the gospel is supposed to sink into. Um, and that's what we're really here tonight to talk about um, in a roundabout way with another little particular. Uh, so we're not just talking about uh, abortion and and uh, preaching the gospel to, uh, you know, people in authority that can actually do something uh, legally. Um, but, you know, on in other areas, too, we can we can do the same thing. And so, um, Joshua, just uh, just to, for the people out there, again, to get to know you, um, just uh, give a little quick uh, biography about yourself. Well, my name is Josh, Joshua Jenkins, as has been said. I'm a pastor here in Springfield at Hope Baptist Church. Been there for uh, about three, three years or so now and live here in Springfield. My wife, Brittany, two boys, um, three-year-old and almost one-year-old. So yeah, that's my life right now. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, so it's, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, you know, whenever I was going through some church changes and stuff, you know, I got to uh, get in with the congregation a little bit, hang out with, with the guys and the fellas, you know, at a big whiskeys or whatever, had some great <laughs> theological conversations. So, you know, if, it, if you're looking for uh, a church to be a part of, definitely uh, they have lots of room and welcoming and uh, you know they really great liturgy you know I just wanted to say thank you for being uh, you know being in there with the catechisms and and really just uh, entrenching yourself in the word and history and uh, just bringing all all those things uh, in connection in your church and everything so I wanted to point that out anyway but uh, tonight um, at six o'clock and I, I talked about this last week I've talked about this on the show that you know recently this is something that's recently popped up um, but the first thing to kind of talk about is uh, psalm singing, yeah, in in Springfield in front of City Hall. So um, that's uh, the ma- the masterminds I guess behind this are you and Brandon, and uh, I don't know if yeah, anybody else yeah. on that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you'd call us a mastermind, but <laughs> we're the ones who started doing it yeah. here. Yeah, you know, obviously a lot of people probably saw what happened up in Moscow, Idaho mm-hmm. earlier, you know, a few months ago now. Where they were out psalm singing yeah. and had some people arrested and yeah. cited uh, for social, not social distancing and mask wearing. And they kind of, at that time, they said, we would love it if there were Christians and churches around the country who would, because the whole country right now, we're seeing so much encroachment by different local governments um, way beyond what God would give them the authority to do. 
or even our constitution or, or local laws. Mm-hmm. And so they said it'd be great if we had churches around the nation who would go to their city hall and just sing the Psalms mm-hmm. and go before our God and honor him as king. And so our church, uh, one of my favorite things about our church is that we are a singing church. Mm-hmm. Um, our congregation sings and we've uh, we actually transitioned to, not exclusively, but to include psalm singing. I think we've been doing it about two years now. Okay, yeah. So we've been doing that, and they, so it's like, we can do this. We can mm-hmm. go out in front of the city hall, because obviously if you are a church that doesn't sing like that, you can't just go do it. Yeah. So so we said, we can do this. We want to do it. There's more people wanted to do it, and there's other people around town that wanted to do it, so so we did it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> So help me out a little bit. You've been doing it now for about a month. Is that correct? This will be the third time out. Um, so the first time would have been the last meeting they had that renewed the mask mandate. So maybe two months ago now. So now I've never been. I'm going to be tonight. Excited yeah. to be there. Do I need to wear a mask? Like, what am I doing? What's my intention? How do I prepare myself to show up? Don't need a mask. Uh, we're protesting that. Okay, good. Um, I think I, I'm pretty sure it's fine. Even even if you were like wanting to follow the law, the ordinance strictly, we're outside. So I don't think it, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's required outside. Yeah. Um, which is ridiculous, even if it would be. But um, so yeah, just the songs we'll be singing. Um, we're doing a few hymns and then a few just psalms. But they are to tunes that are familiar to people who know okay. uh, pretty basic. Do you have a handout? So Is there a digital we copy? We will have sheets like... there. Uh, okay. We'll have sheets there to hand out for anybody that comes. And we'll just sing together. So just come ready to sing loud. Well, and um, Josh, what yeah. kind of response have you got from other people? Like, tell me a little bit about what, I mean, at you're going to City Hall, right? Mm-hmm. People are walking in and out. Like, what have you experienced over these weeks? I mean, when I show up, what should I going to sing like no one's going to see me like what what's up like is someone going to engage me is there a blm person who's going to get in my face or is there a trump person who's going to get in my face i don't know <laughs> so we haven't had any real opposition Sorry, yet um Could you say it again? There's, there's Siri. Uh, yeah i need to turn her off because <laughs> Sorry, she's Siri. already called the cops and said that we're going to the sing the hymn <laughs> the psalm sing right now. yeah yeah, we haven't had any physical opposition. No. There's been people like, so the first uh, week we did it, like it was a really, it was the biggest time and actually KY3 and Killer 10 were mm-hmm. out there and we actually got on the news, had a little news blurb, which was kind of cool. Um, and so we got, they posted that article online and so there's a lot of, uh, you know, hateful comments mm-hmm. on the KY3 page, but that's been, but as far as face-to-face opposition, we haven't experience that there is a like a just a secular freedom loving group that also goes out there for their own protest hmm. but they are friendly toward us some of them have even joined us uh some haven't um so um, what you're telling yeah, me the, there has been a secularist group that actually wants to stand there with you even though they have no foundation and, for wanting freedom, but right, that, yeah, that group. And I, I won't want to. I, I don't want to paint them all as unbelievers because I know people in that group are Christians. Okay, and so their part of their group is they do acknowledge God, but that's not the foundation of of their protest. Gotcha. They're just out there for 
individual liberties, constitution, which is a great thing, but you can't have those things without. without Why Monday nights? Like what's the that is when they're having city council meeting, and so that's okay. what they'll be doing tonight. We'll be outside as they're walking they're in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, city council gets together like every other every other week, Monday. Right? Yep, yep. And they had their their meetings and stuff. So I mean, so the first time we got together, um, you know, it was on the uh, it was on a Monday night, like you said. It mm. was the night that they were going that was to. The big one. Yeah, there was the night that they were going to reinstate uh, the mask mandate. You know, they were hearing mm. other people in opposition and for or whatever. We were outside singing, and it was that was an awesome experience anyway. Um, but, you know, what I wanted to uh, talk about is that um, there is the issue of the mask mandate, and then there is the issue of singing the crown rights of Christ, right. as I think that, that I think that's the verbiage you used yes. on there. So um, I want to talk a little bit more, like, are we out there just in protest of the masks? And, and what is the relationship, say, between the masks? and the mandate, mm. and uh, well us out there um, proclaiming the Lordship of Jesus mm. Christ over the city. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not just about the masks, and yeah. not even fundamentally about the yeah. masks. I think the mask mandate is kind of a fruit or a outworking of a lot of bad foundations that have been uh, brewing for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the big problems in our culture at large is... Because we have become more and more, set, more secularized and have rejected God more and more, that doesn't mean we stop being religious. And so now a lot of people in our culture, especially our younger generation, are looking to government to be their God. Mm-hmm. And so they're, and so God, by definition, is a total sovereign. And so if you reject the one true God and you look to the government to be your God, now you're going to be asking the government and looking to the government to do, have its hands in every area of your life. And so the mask mandate is um, just a very obvious picture of these fundamental problems that we have misplaced um, where our allegiance and worship and authority is really to be. Yeah, yeah. And so ultimately we're saying, I think what is distinguishing us from other like constitutional groups, which I appreciate them, is we're saying we're not just appealing to the Constitution, although I can do that. We're appealing um, to the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, and mm. therefore he's got all authority. And so he has authority to tell governments what you can and cannot do. So if I can ramble just a second longer. Right, go for it. I do. Uh, right on. You know those lines with me no i like that i I like that i mean that definitely you know i wanted you on here um to help be a force at least with tag your ministries and the in the podcast anyway on on these issues um because i think uh just in the coming days i think a a robust i mean i know that you're you're doing it and i think uh you know not not only challenging other churches um and and other cities to go out and just psalm sing and 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 do that kind of thing. But the, the challenge is, is like you said, you had a, uh, one of your churchmen going and actually talk mm-hmm. to a city council. Like you're getting involved in the city. So you're not, you know, I hear a lot of churches. We want to preach the gospel. We want to save the city, but they're not going into the city. Like where things actually happen. They're just 
staying on the outside, keeping your personal faith, keeping your personal church building and come to us or whatever. We'll save you if you come to us, but you know, you've sent them out. So I think, I think uh, this starts a great conversation of like, how do we as Christians interact with the civil, what, you know, the civil authorities? Mm -hmm. Um, And do people understand the distinction between, um, you know, family government and ecclesiastical government or church government or in city or state or federal, however that works out wherever you are. Um, and so, you know, that's where I wanted to get into. That's why I said, you know, a little on theonomy and stuff like that. Um, how does this, you know, what would you urge pastors to do, um, you know, in the coming um, administration that's probably upon us where you definitely have a statist mindset mm-hmm. um, where they are defining, uh, they get to be the definer of what human is. That's why, that's why there is Black Lives Matter because they have been involved in a country where the state is, they're asking for the state to give them a definition. Am I human? Right. Whenever the gospel says you are, but you know, it is, you are a create, you are a created being in the image of God that you're rebelling against. They don't want that. So they have to go to the state. Right. And so, you know, in these coming days, what would you encourage pastors to do as far as how we get involved in not just the evangelistic efforts that we do like BBS or, uh, you know, just me being behind the chair at a barbershop talking to people. Um, but how, how would you encourage them to get more into evangelism and disciple making through this kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just an innumerable amount of ways that you can be, a faithful Christian and an active Christian in your city. So it doesn't have to look like every, not everyone's going to go and speak to the city council. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously I think that's an, you know, engaging the civil government has been, I think a neglected area by and large. Um, and we do need to, I think, I think the thing is, is to recognize that when Jesus said that he had all authority in heaven and on earth, that he meant it. Mm-hmm. And that means every part of our lives, whether it's the civil sphere, families, our private lives, uh, um, cultural uh, aspects of our lives, all of it belongs to Jesus and all of it should be uh, submitted and subjected to his lordship. And so there's tons of ways anybody could do that. I think, you know, particularly relating to the issues we could very well be facing in the coming days very soon, we've seen an unprecedented um, encroachment from the from civil governments, uh, as as we've mentioned, and as you said, you know, if it's Biden, um, it 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 is going to get worse. And so, what pastors need to do now, if they haven't already figured it out, this was a good year because it got us people despaired over twenty twenty, but they shouldn't because it got us prepared. Mm, well said for mm. what really could be just the warm up, uh, you know, yeah. what could be coming. Mm-hmm. So you need to realize what just happened this year. The realize the plays that were run on us and we can have grace for how we may have responded or failed to respond in the right ways then say okay we're going to settle it in our hearts that when the government comes and tells us in 2021 don't meet for church and this is not just 15 days but indefinitely don't meet for church you need to settle in your mind what you're going to do and it ought to be that you're going to you're going to have church what are those Um, churches going to do that decided they weren't going to meet for the rest of the year how are they going to be able to minister to their folks and prepare their folks? Repentance. <laughs> you got, got that right. They've yeah. got to repent. And it's, that's the only way out. You know, people, people want 
you know, uh, earlier this year with all the stuff going on, you know, people want a way to get out of the pain and the struggle, out of the hard time, any other way than going through it with repentance. The only way out is through repentance. And I think we have, we have a, a, we have very good reason to believe that God is judging our nation and yeah, I agree. Really, the church, um, this judgment mm. starts in the house of God. And if we have very good reason to believe that, then what is the response in judgment? It's, it's to repent. Yeah. And if you do that, if church leaders who have shut down, who have really compromised, if they just come out and repent, say we shouldn't have shut down, we made a mistake. Amen. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, so. I go back, and I, I hope this isn't like too too much of a stretch, right? So I think back, you know, we met, we had a debate that we moderated on the fourteenth of March. Mm-hmm. We had to move location because the library said, "Oh, we're shutting down. COVID's killing everyone. We don't want to pack this place with body bags just yet." <laughs> so we met in a church here in Springfield. We did our deal. Went back. I did a little message for the folks in my church. I was like, man, I know some of you are very afraid about this. We don't know a lot about it. We want to respond in the right way. So we complied after the 15th and said, hey, we're taking a break. And people got more anxious. We want to get back together. We want to get back together. We want to get back together. Like the first like two weeks, like, oh, this is cool. This is new, whatever. Then that began to change and like less people watching it. I think that people realized how serious it was to meet together and how much of a difference that was. So man, we were ready to get back together. I think we started the last, uh, maybe one of the last two Sundays of May. We've since as a group of leaders who made that decision all said, if this happens again, we will not stop. And it's not because, because look, if you can make up COVID-19 into something that's going to kill everyone and scare everyone by saying that you can make up COVID 47. Yeah. If you can convince people that everyone's going to die as a media, again, whoever controls the media controls the message, right? If you can do that game over, I mean, you're always going to be able to do that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, in, in that, I mean, as Christians, we've got to realize stuff happens. We do what we do. Like you said, give to Caesars what Caesars mm-hmm. it implies that you don't give God or you don't give uh, Caesar what is God because right. he says, mm-hmm. no, that's, that's what you can call the uh, fallacy of parcel citation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot where I got that from, but whenever I heard that term, I was like, that is awesome. The fallacy of parcel, partial citation. So if you don't, if you say give to Caesar's what is Caesar's, but you don't also say give to God what is God's and what is God has, you know, what has he asked of of us? He's asked us to come together. Mm. He is, you know, formed an institution of how, in a hierarchy of how things work out in a, in, in that sense of how he, he wants us to come together. Um, and so we also have to take the implications of giving God's what is God's whenever Caesar wants in. Right. So, Josh, like so, my question would yeah. be real quick, kind of springboard off of that because yeah. I think that's so important. So we talked about those who are still shut down. They need to repent. What about those who are meeting right now under the mask mandate? When you hear the rumblings in the background, we're going 
six months nationwide shutdown, mass mandate, everybody. Like, how can a pastor say, okay, church, here's what's up. Here's a deal. Here's how we respond. Here's what we do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So are you asking specifically? What would you do? How would you preach through that? How would you deal with that? Like, I mean, okay. So I got a sermon ready for Sunday, right? Preaching some John chapter six. Great deal. Do you think it'd be a good idea for me to break and be like, you know what? Here's a great lesson on what God's word says about how we respond to the government. Right. And we need to be ready because you hear the rumblings in the background. We didn't hear it the first time, but now we know it's coming. Like, what do we do? Yeah, definitely. The the pastors need to be preparing their people, whether it's taking a week or two in sermons or other avenues, member meetings, other ways you can communicate to your people. You've got to be preparing them if you haven't already. Hmm. Um, You know, I think, you know, specific to the mask mandate, you know, I've always, our church has always taken the position that that is, you know, um, the mask mandate or wearing a mask is a, it's a medical procedure. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah, I agree. So therefore that should be your decision um, between you and your doctor, you know, yeah. and everything. <laughs> um, and therefore when we come into church, so I guess, let me just back away from that argument for a minute. But our position has been when we, when we come into church um, as regulative principal people, I think you guys are mm-hmm. too. Um, try to try to the best of our ability. Of course, when you are right. pastor at a historically traditionalist Baptist church, you come in there and remove the flags. It did take a little <laughs> while. We got them out. They're gone. Uh, but other things as well. You right. know, there's many distractions. We're not near as liturgical as we would like to be. Unfortunately, been slowed down by some things. But mm-hmm. yeah. So we're so being committed to that. We do not believe that we have the authority as we don't have the ecclesiastical authority as pastors to require something for worship that God does not require. Mm-hmm. And so we would apply it to the mask mandate. We cannot, we don't have the authority to uh, uh, require what God does not require for the worship of God. Mm. And part of that goes with the fact that we don't think the government, the civil government has the authority to make that kind of re- health requirement either. Um, and so if people want to come in and wear a mask, they are free to do so. People have done that, um, but we're not going to require that because that's not our authority. That's not. I think a lot of this conversation goes back to the issue of understanding proper jurisdictions. Yeah, mm-hmm. right on. And we've we have that's something that's lacking at large in our evangelicalism is understanding these different spheres that uh, government is not just you know. The federal government, the United States or Missouri, it's so it begins with self-government, personal responsibility before God, the individual before yeah. God, family government, church government, civil government, and it's not even a uh, increasing ladder of authority where you know the the civil government's the most authoritative, then the church, but it's just different spheres. Yeah, and so um, you have to stay in your lane, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. And so, yeah, so yeah, anything that man does isn't equally ultimate, but right. there is, you know, like I said, family, church, state, you know, and they have their, so we believe that there's, we, we have categories 
Mm-hmm. We have, you know, like, so the world, I guess, and I know that we, we're going to probably talk about this in worldviews, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're in a world that is trying to get rid of distinctions. Right. Yes. And we're melting into the it's one. It's egalitarian right? world. Yeah. yeah. So there is no distinction. So we come up and go, oh, look at this distinction. Look at this distinction. Look at this distinction. Look at that distinction. And everybody's like, whoa, you know, basically it's either you're lazy. <laughs> you don't want to think and critically think about things. Or you just hate God because we're going to be like, well, these are a distinction that God has right. made. We're not making that's this right. stuff up, right? Um, so that that that's the problem. So there there is there are distinctions that we make um, that you're not going to find, and especially the going, um, I guess the going understanding philosophically of how to run things today, um, and that's that's what we're really facing is is it God's law or man's law, and so we're on the you know, the anomy side, right? Theos and nomos, which is God's law. And we have to, to trust that. But yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of uh, what you, what you've done uh, as far as your church, you know, and it's one of those things that, you know, just kind of like, just for folks, you know, if somebody comes into your church, say, and they're wearing a mask and say one of your uh, congregants, you know, they start making fun of them. What are you going to do? You know, but there is actions to, yeah. because there is scripture that talks about, um, you know, it's like, yeah, the mediator, the vegetable eater, and they're not supposed to right. hold each other in contempt. They're brother, you know, if you're a brother and sister in Christ, you're a brother and sister in Christ. Right. And if I were to come in, I were, I were, I was personally like, I'm just going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was somebody's like going, oh, oh he's got a face diaper on, you know, <laughs> but you know, but that we're human, yeah. we're, you know, we're evil. We like to do things like that. You know, uh, what is it? What is the responsibility of, you know, an eldership in, in that mm-hmm. decision, you know? Yeah. It would well, yeah. We've 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 talked to our church, you know, when, at every stage of this this year, and you know, different people at different times in our own congregation have felt differently about the virus situation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we've you know we've wanted to continually press home that dis- we can disagree on this and and not think the other people are just uh, you know stupid if I can say that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. So, yeah, if someone, you know, by God's grace, our church has been, God has preserved our church through this and grown our church through this, and mm-hmm. we have not had those kinds of issues. I praise God for that. Uh, yeah. Nothing to brag about in us, but just God's been gracious. And, but if something like that were to happen, then you would, we would initiate, we would, you know, start the Matthew 18 process. Yeah. That person should say, if he's a brother, should, you know, call him out on a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if it's a visit or something that may happen, but anyone else who would see that or know about it would go, just go directly to them. Yeah, and say you know that was that was not loving and kind and appropriate. Again, personal, personal responsibility yeah. first, and that's where it yeah. starts. And yeah. and they would, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So it's one of those things. I just wanted to point that out there because I know people right, probably yeah, think about that, or they're they're so like they don't want to ask that question. They don't want to feel stupid. But the thing is, is we have to consider these things seriously. And so whenever we consider, hey, we're not going to require this kind of stuff. Hey, I personally think it's stupid. But if somebody does feel like and, and, and think that it's an important thing, you, 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 you don't feel you don't have to be alienated. Right. And so this is the importance of the table. Yeah. Um, right. And that there is no Jew, Greek, Gentile, whatever, when it comes to the table. We're all one in Christ, um, even though there are distinctions and differences where the one and many comes together. Um, in Christ, how we can maintain our distinctions 
um, recognize how God has worked in those distinctions. Um, but ultimately, we're all children of God in Christ. Um, and that's what brings it together. But, you know, I just wanted to put, point that out there because I, I know there might be a lot of people thinking about it and they don't want to bring it up. Like, you know, what if I did and somebody yeah. made fun of you me? Would not be, be you would not be mocked or made yeah. fun of whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. We, would, we would not put yeah. up with that. Yeah, yeah, I just think that's silly to do personally. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do everything I can not to wear one yeah. until I go to a place where they're like, it's on the sign, and I look inside, and I see people doing it. I'm like, eh, okay, I'll comply. Yeah. Not really happily, but I don't want to make a big scene. But yeah, I think there's an element of that that's kind of difficult for Christians to engage because, at least for me anyways, I, I'm like, well, I think that this is silly, but like, how far do you go along with that? You know? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think on on, on some level, it's a, it's a conscience issue. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so that's, you know, it's unfortunate we've seen a lot of these uh, governmental mandates, whatever it may have been this year, really, unfortunately, divide churches and Christians. Mm. And that just should not be the case at all. And it's very sad that it's happened. Because um, it should be, as you were getting at, our fundamental bond of unity is not where we stand on if a mask works or not. Yep. Um, it I should agree. be that. The blood of Jesus works. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Amen. We're covered in yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, that has to be remembered because, like you were getting at with the with the, the way the media has just gone nuts this year, is that's all people have been thinking. It's just been the media, COVID, all this stuff is all that's on people's mind, and you can forget when you come to church, if you come to church, you can forget the fundamental reason why you're there. That's what's right. More important than what we've been thinking about this year that just that that'll be forgotten in a few years yeah yeah (laughs) so we need to start now and i mean it's it's just one of those things like um unfortunately for the people the powers that be they shouldn't have given me seven weeks off and called me (laughs) non-essential because i had lots of time to read yeah i I needed a haircut (laughs) yeah and you know well that too but it's like you know you only gave uh people that are tired of this stuff time to read and if uh, they went to the scriptures yeah and they start in matthew 5 <laughs> you know and then you go wait a second and then you and you, and, you, and you get the gospel and all this kind of stuff and you get that long gospel thing so you know they didn't do themselves any favors trying to uh, create somebody that would uh rest in them um mm-hmm. but i you know had the opportunity to rest in christ and that was great so i mean i'm not being optimistic to be optimistic i mean that's kind of the spirit of the age is just uh basically saying nothing to be optimistic, to be optimistic, right? Um, but the, uh, finding it, finding everything in Christ, um, and that's what uh, we want to do. Um, that's why I have joined, um, you know, the group twice to sing um, again. Like he's looking said, forward the, to it tonight. Yeah, yeah. The crown rights of Jesus Christ I'm over everything. Pumped. And I understand that. Like, yeah, this is, is just like Springfield. Ready, yeah. yeah, this is just Springfield, Missouri. You <laughs> know? I'm not from but, Springfield though, so you know yeah. they might get kind of mad at me because I'm an outsider. Yeah. There's, but some, there's whatever. Some people from out, out, uh, outside the city limits, but you're not an outsider. That's right. <laughs> Your brother Christ, You're affected that's because you come here. Should I bring Jesus. my Bible with me too? I mean, I mean, I do have my you. phone, so I mean, I've got my Bible on my phone, so you know, no reason to to do that. <laughs> we gotta we gotta make a nice show. We gotta be Pharisees, right? That's right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not it's not like that at all. I think uh, you know, it's the cool thing is we start um, as Paul said to pray for kings and and princes and all that kind of stuff. And that's right. Yeah, you know, and that's what we're doing out there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's right. That's Amen. what we start out with. Um, and that's a wonderful thing because what we really want, right, is them to come out 
and and hear the gospel. We want them to repent. And, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Repent and, unto life. And so instead of keeping things in tension and and being the spirit of the age of saying that uh, we can't put these things, you know, these things will never ever come together. We're going. They do come together in Christ. And you can repent, and we can be brothers and sisters, and we can love one another. There can actually be real, true relationship. Um, you know, if Christ is correct, if uh, you know Christ is in authority and ruling and reigning over everything, there is actually repentance. And from their worldview, you can't put these things together. We can't actually like each other unless if we. I mean, it's just meaningless um, when you think about it. Um, but we do want to see them repent. We do want to see them to love and know Christ and to then to actually love neighbor because they're loving God right. the way that he has said so. Um, and, you know, yeah. just think about what would happen to, we believe, you know, Romans 1 tells us the gospel is the power of God into salvation. Yeah. And if that is true, and we believe it is, um, and we are somehow getting the gospel into the ears of the city council people, what would just think about what could happen if our city council was struck by the spirit of God upon hearing the gospel sung, mm-hmm. or we, us praying it over them, or coming out and talking to us, or seeing it and finding us online or something, yeah. and they were all struck by the spirit of God and converted, and they were converted through Christians who were saying Jesus is Lord, and He is telling us not what is not just personal piety what we do but he he tells the government what to do he tells us what to do in business and education this and that and they they were converted knowing Jesus has something to say about what I'm doing on the city council that's right you know what if, what what if i mean that would just be a fantastic thing and i i'm post millennial optimist yeah. so i i hope that it, i'm i'm hopeful that it could happen yeah, yeah. Uh, it will happen. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the, and that, that's the Old Testament, <laughs> you know, my newfound uh, um, love and uh, awesome part of study anyway, getting into there. But you know, all stream, all streams will flow, you know, all the peoples will flow to the mountain of God and uh, come to him to teach them. That's right. It's, it's, right? They're yeah. seeking to be taught. So we can add post mail yeah. to the description. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, but you know, so that, that's the cool thing is we pray. Um, we're going there not in hatred toward right. the city council. Now we 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 do hate sin. Um, God does hate sinners and finds sin an abomination, finds injustice an abomination. Um, that's why they need to come and because like like you said in uh, in Romans there it says that the it's the power of God that the gospel reveals God's righteousness, right? right. And we got to understand that that word righteousness is also justice too. So justice and righteousness are the same thing it just depends on the context how it gets rendered so they hopefully they see the justice of god um they see that his law is good and that we uphold his law because it is good if used lawfully so that's the you know theonomist uh point point there so we get you know that's that's something that if, if you don't do exegesis and you don't study language you don't know that righteousness and justice are coextensive and they're and they're together together god is righteous god is just and that's the same thing <laughs> in there so um but yeah anyway i uh, we gotta get going anyway any and, and like, so we can set up and everything but um i hope you guys uh, if you don't make it out tonight um there's not a whole lot of people live right now because they're not used to be us on being this on this early well but there's i don't know how to but, do watch parties anymore Oh yeah, well, like yeah, that's Facebook probably Josh probably stuff, thinks so. that I'm like doing crazy things over here. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out how to do watch parties, and you used to be like, hey, invite a whole bunch of people, but 
You used to have a little button where you could notify all your friends. You know, and then, all your yeah. Options. And it's over. No watch party option. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And yeah. if you guys I'm not know, worried about it, but if you guys know, help us out anyway to, to end. But you know, that, that means you guys, we need you guys to share. We need you guys to uh, mm-hmm. be like our internet street team anyway, and just like share things, let people know. Um, but anyway, I think uh, the way that you've been letting people know is just inviting and then people invite. And, yeah. Invite yeah. If you're not thing. a part of our church, then I just share it on Facebook. I create an event. And hopefully people just get it out there. I don't yeah. know a better way to do it. So what you guys need to do you know. is you need to go on Facebook, look up Hope Baptist Church here in Springfield. Yeah. Um, like their page. You'll get the inf- information there. Um, you can get the information from the tag you're at. Uh, I'll make sure to post it uh, every time there is one. But just look for it every other week, possibly every other week doing this. Yeah. It might um, slow down in December with yeah. Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But mm. yeah, but this is not just a fling. We want to keep yeah. doing it. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. doing it. Um, it's, it's been wonderful. Just to, and the, the thing is, is we're all brothers and sisters. You don't have to be a part of Hope Baptist. You don't have to be a right. part of Redeemer. Um, you know, just, and you really don't have to be a part of Springfield, but yeah. you know, it'd be really awesome just to think about if we had like a thousand Christians singing, I'll hail the power of Jesus name. And, uh, you know, I'm a little partial to that cause that's our, <laughs> Me song, too. our intro, yeah. but you know, but Me the thing too. is like, singing, singing about Jesus, a thousand of us, um, pointed in the direction of our city hall. And a thousand people praying and, and then, then seeing a thousand Christians going, um, you know, Jesus, you are the Lord of this city and you're putting everything underneath your feet. And let's not, I don't want the wrath of Christ to come out on our city leadership. I want the peace of Christ to be on the city leadership because either way, Christ will have his day. Yeah. Right. And which, which side are you going to be on? And we want their side to be with us. Um, in him and enjoying the peace and, and wonderful thing it is to have Christ in this life now and, and for the life to come um, whenever that last day comes and, and the fullness of the kingdom and it's going to be wonderful. So we want that for them, um, but you know we're not the Holy Spirit, so all we can do is pray and uh, hopefully that uh, God softens their hearts and then we can we can see the glory proclaimed as again what we believe is promised um in the scriptures if it's our generation it's our generation if not yep. we know we can die um knowing that hope and that's that's, right. that's what gives us peace but anyway yeah we need to get, uh, get you get you Josh, off. thank you so night. much Thanks man for looking forward to being there tonight we'll be yeah. live at the event adam you've got on that yes it's it's already okay. on the event is on the uh, tag you at facebook page uh, already i've shared that on my personal one and the tag you at page and okay. again just uh keep keep uh keep on hope the bad uh, hope baptist facebook page or our pay, facebook page and come out and sing with us um to the glory of god but yeah anyway with that said this is the tag your podcast i'm ray ray and i am dave and i'm josh and soli deo gloria